What's up, my firebirds? My name is Lily. And my name's Rin. And you've just tuned into a podcast called Blue Phoenix. A podcast that has absolutely nothing to do with phoenixes, or if they can be blue. And welcome to our spoopy, spooptober, spooptacular final! The finale! <laughs> the finale! And we're having technology issues! And <laughs> host issues! <laughs> Yes, yes. Okay, so we have a bunch of issues today, guys, so this episode's actually going to be cut into, like, a whole bunch of different parts today. Um, moving on from that, uh, we're also having some hosting issues, as um, as you can see, Rin has gone insane. Um, Your face when I speak! I was going to cut it out and just keep moving. I'm literally crying. Okay, hold it. <laughs> uh, if I die, it's because she kills me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm good. Okay. Um, like I said, this is our Spooky Spooptober Spooktacular final. Um, there are some things we want to address before we get on into today's episode. Um, so... Part of the episode, we're going to be talking about what we consider our real-life spoopy events. Um, we both kind of believe in supernatural things. Uh, if you don't, um, just enjoy the podcast and take it as you will. If you do, just enjoy the podcast, take it as it will. We don't want any hate for it. Like, you don't believe in it? Don't believe in it. This is just what we got for you today. We won't make you believe. No. If you don't want us to. No. Um, and also we're gonna have some spoopy stories that we wrote that we're gonna talk about. Um, what else do I have to say? Oh, we're also gonna be taking a little break after, uh, this week's episode. We're gonna have a bonus episode that's gonna come out. It's gonna be, like, 15, 20, 30 minutes long, something like that. Um, and then we're gonna come back on, I believe we said... Okay, so the podcast will be on break the week of November 8th through 14th. Okay, and we're going to have a bonus episode the week of the 1st to the 7th. So we'll be back on the 21st of November. True. So, um, and I don't know, we haven't decided yet if we're calling this the official end of season one, and we're going to start November 17th as being the official beginning of season two. Um, it might be, it might not be. We don't really know yet, guys, so stay tuned for that, I guess. Um, as for that, I think, uh, we need to just get into the podcast, right? Yeah. Any other announcements we have? Um. Nope. Have fun for a two-hour special, kids. <laughs> <laughs> So hi guys. Um, don't know if should I redo the um apologies for audio bit or you fine. think that's that salvage? Part, that part was fine. You weren't cutting out with that, so you're good. Okay. So just in case, reiterating, I'm outside. It's Halloween, so if you hear cars or children, it's because I'm on trick or treater duty uh in the driveway because COVID. Oh yeah. Now we're restarting this because my phone um was glitching and it was about to die, so it wasn't cooperating. Mm -hmm. Whenever you're ready. We good? Perfect. Oh, okay. Let's not. It was a misty Sunday morning. 
The dew still clung to the edges of the leaves and petals, too stubborn to yet admit it was autumn. The neighbor's rooster, as always, decided that it didn't care how late I stayed up last night. The incessant piercing cry brought me anything but peace. I rolled over and slammed the pillow over my head to try and drown out his overjoyous cacophony. Resigning to the fact that even if he did stop within the next hour, there was almost no chance of falling back asleep now. With a disapproving grunt, I rolled out of bed, trudged over to my closet, and threw on clothes suited for a stroll through the crisp October air. After checking if I had my phone and my keys, I locked the front door and started towards the stretch of woods behind my house. I took deep breaths in and out, relishing in the colder weather. It was misty, on the verge of fog, but not humid like spring. It wasn't too hot like summer or too cold like winter. Unlike spring, the air wasn't filled with a map. <laughs> Damn it. Unlike spring, the air wasn't filled with massive amounts of pollen, and it didn't threaten to rain every waking moment. But like spring, it was colorful, save for the evergreens and unchanging conifers. Save for the evergreens and unchanging conifers, the trees had exploded into a massive array of warm colors. The orange trees were my favorite as I continued to walk on the unmarked trail. It was my trail the one I had carved into the dirt with my own two feet over countless outings. I knew the trail, and it knew me. I had grown up in these woods. They had raised me. The animals trusted me, and I would feed them from my hand. Early morning days, it had slipped my mind to bring anything along with me. But I'd be sure to make it up to them upon my... I saw chipmunks and squirrels scurrying the floor, Frogs and rabbits hopping, crows and ravens, bluebirds, cardinals, finches, and starling the branches, flitting about when they saw fit. The wind whistled through the trees and rustled the leaves, creating goosebumps on my arms. I walked on autopilot, trusting my feet to know the way. My mind threatened to wander, and I willingly let it. Birds, my brain flitted from thought to thought. I was with walks, letting the scenes play out like Suddenly, the forest brought me back to it, away from my... <laughs> Shit. Sorry. Very, very distracted. The boys are playing uh, basketball. <laughs> okay. I'm good. Suddenly, the forest... Good. Suddenly, the forest brought me back, away from my reminiscing. I looked around, but it was empty. No scurrying, no hopping, nothing. I cautiously continued. For some reason, unbeknownst to me, the woods were quiet, save for the sounds made by the slowly increasing wind. It cut through me like a knife, sending shivers down my spine that radiated to my whole body. The goosebumps had returned. The lack of bird song bred a feeling of unease within me. I had had back. But there was a problem with the matter of my return. Somehow, in my daydreaming, into a part of the forest that I didn't recognize. 
it was suddenly getting dark and I had no idea where I was. First, panic set in. I knew better than to frantically look around for any familiar sights, but I had to stop myself from moving my feet. I closed my eyes and took a moment to calm down and collect myself. I did practice breathing in, two, three, hold, two, three, out, two, three. I did this a few times before I felt any semblance of clarity. The plan was to simply turn around 180 degrees. I was certain I had been going straight for the longest time, and this was my best bet. Taking a few more breaths, I opened my eyes. But however calm I had just been, went draining from my body. What stood before me was nothing short of unusual and indisputably on its way to terrifying. It came without sound, Is it a without warning, and I prayed. <laughs> Sorry. Shut up! <laughs> I hate you! I said it three times and you didn't react and I realized I was muted. You are thought you suck. I just got refocused again. You suck. It came without sound, without warning, and I prayed that it came without cause. This walk could not get any weirder. Of that, I was certain. In front of me, was a deer, and I hate you for guessing it, by the way. Like, I really hate you. That's why why I cracked so much, as you were like, is it a net deer? Okay, okay, I'll shut up now. (laughs) That's why I broke so much. (laughs) Okay. You still suck, but continuing. In front of me was a deer. Well... At least what I thought was most likely a deer. It was a deer in the sense... (sighs) All right. In front of me was a deer. Well, at least I thought what was most likely a deer. I was leaning down to pick up my tea, and I had to put it down. All right, it's difficult. I have a cake. <laughs> okay. Where the fuck was I? Ah, okay. In front of me was a deer. Well, at least most likely a deer. It was... The anatomy was off. The way it existed just seemed wrong, unnatural, uh, demented at best. The limbs seemed out of place, and the joints seemed to forget which way they should be bending, and the eyes, oh, the eyes, they seemed to have an intelligence behind them, a power. Whatever that was, 
it was not a deer. And I hate you still for guessing that, by the way. After the paralyzing effect of fear subsided, I did the only thing I could think to do. I slowly backed away, content on running the entire way home. The deer, or whatever it was, or wasn't, just stared, unmoving. When I was about seven feet or so away, it tilted its head in a way that no living thing's head should be able to move. That was enough for me, and I turned around, booking it through the forest as fast as I could. My legs cried and my lungs screamed, my heart feeling as if it would burst. I didn't stop running until I saw my house. I didn't stop running again until I had grabbed my keys from my pocket. I didn't stop running after that until I slammed my front door, locked it, and checked the rest of the doors that led to the outside. I latched the windows and shut the blinds, boarding myself up in my room. The sun had basically set by the time I had made it home, and the stars were undoubtedly peeking out through the clouds and fog and mist. I tried to sleep, but failed. Nothing would ever be the same. The woods were no longer mine. I no longer knew them, but they now knew me. I didn't know what happened, nor, that was a big U-Haul truck, nor did I care to ever understand. No matter what comes next, one thing is for certain. Whatever I just saw was not meant to be seen, not by me, let alone was it meant to exist. Whatever it was, or is, or will be, it is not a deer, and the woods bum, bum, are no longer bum. safe. Okay. <laughs> now right, we're ready? done. You, ready? Okay, you so happy now? I have one now, since <laughs> you couldn't find your other one. I literally just wrote this, and it's like maybe half a page, but it gave It had been years since my daughter went missing. She was our no. only child, and our pride and joy. She was I almost 15. I know, I know. She was almost 15 when she walked out the front door and never came back. She had her hair high up in a ponytail as she left for her evening soccer practice. That was 15 years exactly. To the day, to the hour, almost down to the minute. The phone in our kitchen rang and I heard my husband answer it. I heard him gasp as he came running into the living room where I was peacefully sitting. She had been a lovely young child. She had straight A's in school. She excelled in sports. She was a pretty little girl. She had plenty of friends, and they had all wondered where she had gone. It was our loss. It was a loss for our whole town the night my daughter disappeared. That's why, these 15 years later, that phone call shocked my husband into running into me with the phone. Now it was on speaker. From the other end of the line, I heard a voice. It sounded much like my own, but it was younger and so different. But at the same time, it was oh so familiar. All it said was two words. Hi, Mom. 
the chills ran down my spine in fear. My daughter was alive, and she knew who we were and how to reach us. She didn't sound very tearful or overjoyed over an impromptu family reunion. And how could I blame her? I was the one who stabbed the knife into her ribs while her father held her down. I was the one who drew the blood from her in an unnatural way. I was the one who had left her there in the ditch, alone, to die in the rain. But here she is, reaching out to us now, all these years later. That's it. Like I said, it was only like half a page. And the- Immediately I knew what prompt you did. I know, it was, it was like the fourth one down in the because list. That was one of the ones I was looking at. It was one of the ones down on the list. Uh, so the prompt, by the way, was a girl goes missing. 15 years later, her parents get a call from her older self, but they listen in fear because they killed their daughter that dark night years ago. So, yeah. Yep. <sighs> All right, guys. So we heard some spooky stories that um, have been written by us. Now it's time to hear some spooky stories that we have encountered. Mostly me. Rin's mostly going to be cowering in fear. I really okay. wish your camera was working. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> My camera's pretty spooky. It's true. Anyways, I don't know. You can't um you can't see it, but my camera glitches, so it yeah. looks like um my computer is possessed. It's kind of funny. Um, okay. Very spooky. Yes. Um, I don't know where we should begin. Do you have any of my stories that I've told that you want me to talk about first? No, I normally um and this is gonna make me sound like such a pussy damn it. <laughs> <clears throat> um so <laughs> um no uh, because i mainly uh suppress all of them <laughs> okay i feel like okay we'll talk about the halloween one that we alluded to last week oh can i do that one if if you want to wait <laughs> do i remember that one i don't know did you black out like <laughs> All right, so it was the one Halloween party in a world. I'm sorry, in okay, a world. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Did that sound okay last week? By the way, like, did you listen to the episode? Like, my 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 me being like closer and like trying to. I mean, um, I kind of was there live, so <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> did it sound okay? Like, 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 was it was. It... <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I'm sorry, you were just like, did you hear last episode? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how much of this is staying in, it depends how spooky our stories were, so this might be like an intermission, where like we're trying to calm ourselves down. <laughs> did you hear that last, that last episode? Um, I think I paid attention. <laughs> okay, but was it okay? Yes, you were fine. Okay, okay. Alright. I just chugged my whole water glass. Nice. I'm going to begin. So, we were at one of um, Raquel's Halloween parties. Um, and like we said, there were... <laughs> 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 <Jesus>! <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, for those of you who don't know what that sound was, I kind of like did the bottle thing where like you put your lips on the edge and like go, and I did it on my straw and. <laughs> Anyways, moving on from that, so. We were at one of Raquel's Halloween parties. I think this one was one of the only ones that was actually on Halloween. And we were, of course, down at the park. Like we've explained, it was a very spoopy kind of park. Um, we all firmly believe that this park was haunted. Anywho, oh, yeah. 100%, yeah. Um, so we were there, we had our silly string fight, and we were kind of just chilling. We were just, like, hanging about. Just just hanging yeah. around. To give you context, though, this is the kind of park that, like, in the daytime looks like a wonderful place to bring your family and your kids, and there's you can play around, whatever. But then as soon as the sun sets, it becomes one of those parks that you, like, where have all the children gone? Like, music videos should be um, filmed at. Like, <clears throat> and just, like, the way it is, wind blows through a lot, and it's just, like, the swing, swing by the moon, some, yeah. So... Needless to say, every Halloween party, we always went to this park, and every Halloween party, I would, like, pick people to shadow so that I was never alone. <laughs> because this <laughs> playground gives me the creep. That's okay. Continue. I think, um, so anyways, so we were at the place. Um, oh, I feel like there's other context that needs to be explained here. Um... I don't know how to explain this without sounding insane to our podcast listeners. So saying we is referring to both of us. We both believe that there is some kind of spiritual world and that the spiritual world sometimes interacts with our world. We we also both believe that there are, in a sense, people who can interact with these people. Maybe they're not like the mediums that like you see on TV and such, because sometimes they're like not real on TV and whatnot. Um, like the Long Island medium. Yeah, that's a good example. Fun so fact, my dad went to high school with her. That's hysterical. Um, it really is. And apparently her hair was that big when she went to high school, too. Oof. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so there's, um, I think this you is- You don't get that think. unless you are probably on Long Island. So there's this show, I believe it's Ghost Adventures, and the one guy on Ghost Adventures, he like, he has a spiritual connection. I think, I, I think Ghost Adventures is the right show. Don't, don't, don't 100% quote me on that. Don't, don't quote her on that. <laughs> don't quote me on that. Um, but anyways, pretty much that's kind of something that runs in both of our families, we'll say. Um, in my family, it's a lot more prominent, and I'm sounding more and more insane the more we try and explain it. Yeah, so in my family, it's not as much, um, but it's especially with my aunt. Um, and my, so if my aunt's like a 50%, my mom's sort of like a 25 and I'm whatever 25 is in half. Right. Whereas <laughs> I'm closer to like a 70, 75. Yeah. So she's a lot closer to my aunt, yeah. um, who is creepily in tune. Um, yeah, it's, it's a but time. you're actually a little bit more than her, um, cause your family's a little bit. More sensitive than mine. Oh, okay. So to, to explain, um, specifically me, I 
believe that I, I, I don't like saying I believe because that just makes me sound even more crazy, but so does I know. Okay. I, I believe it, I think I'll know. Pretty much, if take, take this however you want to take this. I don't really want hate for this. I don't really want backlash for this. You believe it, you don't believe it. It's okay. I'm not insane. I might be insane, but I'm not insane. In this sense, I'm not insane. I'm insane, but not, this is not the reason why. This is not the reason why. Um, I send spirits usually. People in my family sometimes see them. Um, we specifically try not to communicate with them intentionally. So, because once you open the door, you can't really close it. So right now, I can sense them, and sometimes they try and talk to me, but I don't want to listen in a way. We'll put Basically, it don't mess with Ouija boards. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and that's, like, the same with people that aren't tuned. Like, if you don't want to have lasting effects from it, don't do it, which is why I usually try not to talk to them. I don't try and interact with them. It's not always, like, bad things. Like, I, there have been plenty of times where, like, um, friends, relatives have, like, just stopped in and said, like, hey, um, like, I, I think oh the my creepiest God. thing that you ever said to me was at my grandmother's, uh, funeral, <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. invited you to sit on the couch that families are allowed to sit on. And you were just like, no, that's for family members. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but the seat's open. And you're like, no. And I was like, I remember the, like, remember the horrified look on my face as I'm like, what's next to me? Yeah, that's like yeah. one of the creepiest things you've ever said to me. Yeah. I'll, but yeah. it was fine because it was family, but like. <laughs> it was weird. Like our one friend, um, her mom passed away and another kid in our school, his mom had also passed away, and at graduation, both of their moms were, like, present, and that was, like, something that I felt, so, like, I told our friend about it, because she had asked me about it, so, like, things like that, but then there's also times where, going back to the Halloween at the park, um, I was standing on a bridge thing, with my back to, like, half of our friends, and something, or someone, someone pulled my hair, and I, like, stumbled backwards, and my friends behind me were like, hey, you good? What was that about? And I'm like, which one of you just, like, pulled my hair or, like, yanked my shirt or whatever? And they're like, nobody did anything. So that was weird. That was creepy. And then... I don't like that playground. Yeah. And then, like, five minutes later, across the playground in, like, a cluster of trees, I saw a person. And I'm like, hey, but you not guys a see... person. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you guys see that person over there? And everybody's like, Huh? What person? I don't see a person. And that's when we all left the playground. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really <laughs> that like was the moment where anymore. all of us left. Yeah. Immediately. So there's that instance. Um, that was kind of creepy. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, okay. So there's this place on um Long Island called Mount Misery and uh Sweet Hollow Road. And hold on, I'm getting a phone call. Sweet Hollow Road. Alright, so there's this place on Long Island called Mount Misery and Sweet Hollow Road. And I'm trying to look them up right now so I can explain to you why they are haunted. So Mount Misery and Sweet Hollow Road. Mount Misery is a rocky area which early colonists found near impossible to farm and natives claimed to be cursed. A small mental hospital is said to have been built on the grounds in the early 1900s, but after a patient named Mary escaped and set the building on fire, there was no effort to rebuild, and Mary is alleged to be buried somewhere on the grounds. A great deal of paranormal activity has been reported 
at Mount Misery. Visitors have reported visions of of ghastly children and of a woman calling for help. Others have smelled foul odors or blood and heard growling when no animals were in sight. And some say they have seen strange beasts with glowing red eyes, glowing orbs, and shadow people. Shadow people have even been seen as well. And voices crying out or saying that they are burning have been heard. So that's Mount Misery Road. And then there's also a place called um, Sweet Hollow Road. Give me like two seconds. Okay, Sweet Hollow Road. In addition to being located right next to Mount Misery, a ghastly location in its own right, Sweet Hollow Road is the site of several ghostly legends. The most tragic among them states that a school bus full of children was driving along the Northern State Overpass Bridge above Sweet Hollow Road on a snowy day. After its driver lost control, the bus skidded off the bridge, killing everyone inside. It is said that if you stop your car under the bridge and put it in neutral, the spirits of the these children will push you forward. That same bridge is also the subject of another story in which three boys allegedly hanged themselves. If you look up at the overpass while driving underneath it, you may catch a glimpse of their bodies. Another legend involves a day camp which supposedly existed along the road during the 1930s. Some of the children who went to that camp are said to have been abused or even killed, and their spirits can occasionally be seen walking along the road wearing 30s-style clothing, though they quickly vanish. Sweet Hollow Road is also said to be home to a police officer who was shot and killed. His ghost still patrols the street and will pull motorists over from time to time, but after letting them go... He turns about to return to his car, only to have his head blown off by a shotgun. Finally, the road is also the subject of one of the Mary's Graves legends. This version takes place centuries after most of the others, but still involves a young woman named Mary who suffered a tragic fate. Mary is said to have gotten into a fight with her boyfriend while driving down the road, and was then either pushed out of the car by him or jumped out of it herself. In either event, she was quickly hit by oncoming traffic and died. Some say you can still see a lady in white walking along the side of the road, and that she will still and that she will jump in front of your car when you pass. Mary's grave and tombstone are also allegedly to be located in a small cemetery along Sweet Hollow Road. So, that's Sweet Hollow Road and Mount Misery, the history. Here is Sweet Hollow Road and Mount Misery, the experience. Um, I think it was about, uh, it was pre-COVID, so it had to be about a year ago. Maybe a little less. It might have been like in January or something before everything shut down and such. Um, Me and a few of our friends, not Rin, because of course Rin wouldn't come, obviously. I think she was at college anyway, so she couldn't have come even if she had wanted to. Not that she even would want to. Exactly. Um, I did not want to. We decided we were going to go because we kind of like spoopy adventuring. And so we went to uh, the place. And I don't remember if it was Mount Misery or Sweet Hollow, whichever we went to first or whatnot, Um, because they're kind of connected in a way. So we went to the one and we were just driving along, driving along. It was in like this neighborhood and it was kind of like a wealthier neighborhood, we'll say. And it, it, it was interesting because the road, I don't remember it's Sweet Hollow or Mount Misery Road, one of them is so narrow, like only one car can pass at a time, but it's supposedly a two-way road. And one, on one side of you, you have like a whole bunch of trees and on the other side you have houses. So it's very, very scary. 
um, especially when you go at night, um, especially if it's raining at night, which it kind of low-key happened to be a little bit misty, rainy that night. So there's a little fog as well. Um, and so we were driving along this road. First of all, we stopped under the bridge. Um, that was funny. Nothing happened under the bridge. Like we tried, we, we tried everything. Like we got out of the car. We, we like didn't try and interact, but we kind of just hung out. Like I didn't really get any vibes or anything from the bridge. Um, so then we started driving further up the road. And as we were driving up the road, suddenly there was headlights behind us. And the road's kind of like a little hilly. So like at the points, like you can crest over a hill and then like go down and like not see the car behind you for a minute. Um, and so there was, this head, there was a pair of headlights behind us. And so we were, we went over one of those hills and there was no side road and there actually wasn't even any house along that part of the road. And the headlights just kind of disappeared. Like one second they were behind us, the next second they weren't behind us. <laughs> you get me? Hello? <laughs> what? Apology, the headlights what, that disappeared what, what when we were on Sweet Hollow Road. <laughs> Oh, oh, I hated that story. And, and I'm that so was glad just, like, it didn't that was go. like the beginning of all of this was the headlights disappearing under the bridge or after after we went through the bridge. Um, the other side of the road on the other side of the bridge, I think there was part of the road on the other side of the bridge. There actually might not have been, but that part was fine. It was like once you went under the bridge that had like the the lore to it, then things got a little creepy, like the disappearing headlights, which which could have been the ghost cop that I had explained in the story a minute ago. And he decided, nah, never mind, I don't feel like messing with them. You know? Um, so we kept going. We kept going. Uh, there was a very scary point where there was a car coming at us and we were trying to go forwards and like there was like barely any, any room. I can't even. Th thank goodness. Um... Okay. Thank goodness Ted was driving yeah. though because Ted... Ted had already done this. Ted had done this once before, this uh, Sweet Hollow Road about misery trek. Um, and so we were driving, we drove like all the way down to the end. Yeah, he's a good driver. And he's a good so driver. we drove all the way down to the end, um, and it kind of like dead ends. And we kind of just chilled there for a second. I started to get like bad vibes when we started to get close to the end, but we're like, we're like right at the end. We got to see what's at the end. It was like a fence that said no trespassing and like overgrown bushes and trees and everything. And I got really bad vibes here. And then, and then something hit my door. Like as as we were there, something like hit my door. There weren't yeah. any sticks or anything on the ground. That's the pedal. Yeah, no. Ten <laughs> so that's nobody that's in the, the back seat room. heard this. So because I get car sick, so I always sit in the front seat. Um, and my friends are amazing. Even if like their significant other is the one driving, they'll still let me sit in the front seat because this way they know I won't get car sick. I love that for I love that for our friend group. Um. <laughs> So I was doing that and me and Ted just like looked at each other because we were like the only two who heard it because it hit my door and he just was like nope and we just made a U-turn and like we like skedaddled out of there and everybody in the backseat was like what just happened why are we speeding away hello and Ted yeah. drives so fast it was we, we like we didn't slow down until we were like halfway back to the bridge and there's like a long stretch between like the bridge and um the dead end so that was the thing that was creepy. And, like, I asked him, I'm like, hey, did you see, like, any, like, twigs on the ground or anything that you might have, like, rolled over with the car? And he's like, no, there was literally nothing. And it it sounded like, it couldn't, it, it genuinely didn't sound like, um, like, you would roll over it and would just, like, flick up. Like, it literally sounded like somebody hardcore threw it at the car. Like, 
it was not okay. Like a get out of here kind of a thing. So you, you got out of there. You got the message. What are you doing? Message received. Um, so that was a thing. Um, and then we went back under the bridge. And the second time we went under the bridge, we were going to stop. But like I had like mad bad vibes about the bridge the second time we were going to go under it. So that was not okay. Um, the other road also was sketchy because there was like construction work going on and there was like no lights. It was it was a little weird. Um, yeah, it wasn't fun. So that was a fun adventure that we had. We also, oh my God, so then we went back, like, fun. fun. We went, yeah, we went back, air quotes, <laughs> air quotes. we went back kind of recently, and it, it was just as sketchy. So, like, it wasn't, like, a one-time thing. No, it was just as sketchy the second time. We didn't drive all the way down to the end, because I just, I wasn't feeling it that day. Um, Imagine if at the end of the road, there was a not deer. <laughs> I would have died like I genuinely if I saw a not deer that night I would have died I would have died like no I I wouldn't have been able to handle that so that was that adventure or like or like just behind the no trespass fence yeah no that wouldn't have been that wouldn't have been okay no, no. and then the thing hit your car door oh god no. 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 no it was so freaky it was so sketchy like you don't understand like I don't think my story did it justice but it was so bizarre no. No, no, I can envision. Mm-hmm. So that surprisingly wasn't the worst spoopy adventure experience that we had. There were two others. Um, should I talk about the riff? Oh, wait, no, no, no. Before I talk about the riff. So that same night, we felt like, oh, we didn't get enough spoopiness. So we went to a place called King's Park uh, Psychiatric Center, which is an old abandoned (laughs) part of it's an old abandoned mental hospital (laughs) that same night that same night after mount misery and sweet hollow on the way back maybe eventually one day talk me into driving around places because i will go places if i'm in the car yeah okay so here's the thing i don't get out at king's park psychiatric center because i've every time i go there i get like sketched out i don't like you could not pay me enough money to get out of a vehicle near a mental hospital that's been run down to be fair it's also considered trespassing because it's still like you're not supposed to like explore king's park psychiatric center like that's just that's just not a thing you're supposed to do a lot of people do it i have never done it. i've always just stayed in my car and driven alongside the roads and like looked at the buildings and gotten sketched out like severely before because yeah old mental hospitals are usually like some of the top haunted places because there's a lot of like sketchy medical stuff going on like torturing and like, a lot, of, a lot of death and, like a lot of sorrow yeah exactly a lot of shit has the, gone down a lot of shit has gone down and you're literally walking into a place where people have been tortured yeah then died. And a lot of times in like in past places, even if they weren't mentally insane, women, especially if they disagreed with something, would get sent to mental mental institutions. And so they'd either be tortured into being insane or tortured into being vindictive and vengeful. Yeah. So mm. we decided to drive through Kings Park Psychiatric Center after mm. experiencing Mount Misery and Sweet Hollow Road. And that that was an experience because I've never seen this happen in, in except in this one moment. We left and our one friend was crying for no reason. Our other friend felt Which one? who was crying? Astrid. Astrid was crying for no reason. Um a demon or our demon friend, she 
she was for both a second, angry. I was like, wait, there was a demon involved in this story, but no, oh, no. no, 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 no. You she was our friend. Okay. She was angry and sad and felt scared. Our other friend, um, I I think no, no, Raquel didn't come with us. Ted, Ted. Ted was so angry, like physically angry. Like he was like his knuckles were turning white on the steering wheel because how like tightly he was angrily clutching the wheel. And I just had my usual overwhelming spoopy emotions from going through there. So that was bizarre. And like nobody felt okay until we were almost back home. But it was the weirdest thing ever because I've never seen that happen before. Mm-mm. Like I know it's a thing that like I I know it's a thing, but like it was so bizarre. And like, oh, and then so so then I was talking to them about like some of the lore from there and whatever. Um, and I mentioned I think there was one of the things where like somebody was choked or whatever. And um I believe it was Ashford was like, that's what that feeling was around my neck. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what? And she was like, yeah, I felt like there were like hands or something on my neck at one point too. And that's partially why I was crying. And I'm like, what? No. So no. Okay, yeah. Irene, and that was- I take I take back my statement. You couldn't pay me to even go near there in a car. <laughs> yeah, that I that never happened before. Granted, this was like super late because we got to Mount Misery and Sweet Hollow at like midnight, and then we explored that whole area for like an uh, hour, yeah. hour and a half. Every- <laughs> You wouldn't, you you wouldn't, you would, I couldn't pay you to go in a car and do, um, take Oh, yeah, I rescind my statement. You couldn't pay me to go near there in a car. And I don't know if this got cut off or not, but yeah, because everything good, only good things happen after midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that was, that was an adventure. That was the same night as Mount Misery and Sweet Hollow. So, like, we were already kind of sketched out, and then that happened, and everybody had, like, such weird reactions to it. We kind of, like, ended the night after that. We're like, no. we, we just gotta stop. We gotta stop. No. So, um, this one isn't that bad. No. This next one I'm gonna say. Um, so, we... We had another, like, mini spoopy session. That's what we call these, by the way. We call them spoopy sessions. It's, um, uh, the demon friend, Ted, um... Raquel and um, Astrid and I, we like to go on spoopy adventures, kind of, where we just, like, explore areas on Long Island. Sometimes they're haunted, sometimes they're not, like, labeled as haunted and try and see if they are. Um, so we had, like, one of these with an area close by, and then we went back to um, Demon's house, and I was sleeping over, so it was, I think I was the only one sleeping over that night. So we, the two of us, started, like, binge-watching some BuzzFeed Unsolved, and we got to the, um, the Hannah house one where it's their friend and they like inspect their house and they've talked about like their whole security alarm system going off and being buggy and there nobody being there and whatever and it stopped so we had watched that one and like our friend was our friend the demon friend was like kind of sketched out about that specific part of that episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved and so after that we went to bed and then at like four in the morning her security system went off in her house granted their security system was new like they just got it like two days ago so it was a little glitchy at first and they like went around like the entire house trying to find like where it was coming from if anything was opened and nothing was opened they they had to actually put in the code though to shut it off um but yeah so that was kind of sketchy because it was like we just watched the episode about it we voiced that we were uncomfy about it and then it happened to us (laughs) 
moving on from that one, um, I'm going to talk about the rift, which you know about the rift, right? Um, start talking about it and I'll probably remember. So it was just one night. Um, Demon found like this location that looked kind of fun, looked kind of sketchy. It had a bunch of like hillies area, it's, like very hilly area. And a lot of like winding twisting roads and they had like low street lights they weren't like, the big street lamps so we decided we would go and do a spoopy adventure um this every time you say that i have to remember that she's not actually a demon <laughs> sorry do we, should we come up with she? a different no should we come up with a different name for her for this episode then no okay no. okay i'm good okay so we um what do we oh so we were driving through this road and there were, like, several cars around us. The area was, like, a little sketchy. And as we're going, some cars keep turning off the road onto their different side roads. And we just keep going down this one road because it's very long. It's got plenty of hills. It's, like, kind of foggy on this night. It's actually super foggy. Um, before we left, actually, we there was a full moon. And there was, like, this weird, like, light ring around the moon. And, like, it was probably just a cloud that like made it look like it had like this weird ring but like away from the moon there's like this weird light ring around it and it was like perfectly circular so it was sketchy and we're like oh that's kind of weird let's go out anyway so we went out we found this place as i was saying one by one cars started started turning like off of this road on us um there was the weird moon ring it was foggy um so we were driving and our friend raquel started to get a little sketched out um, so it was around Christmas time, and so she, for some reason, started to, like, whisper sing, Santa's coming tonight, tonight, Santa's coming tonight, tonight, to make herself feel better, right? But she was, like, whispering it, that so it everyone else feel worse. <laughs> so it came off really creepy. Me and, me and, um, me and our friend, Demon, who was driving, we, like, looked at each other, and then, like, looked to the back, and we're like, are you good? And she goes, huh? You can hear me? And we're like, yeah, and it was really creepy. <laughs> So now it's just like a joke that like whenever we're in a creepy situation, we just we all start like whisper chanting, Santa's coming tonight, tonight, Santa's coming tonight. Um, but yeah, so one by one, these cars start to turn off this road. We went over like this creepy little bridge over like a creek and we like creepy little bridge over this creepy little creek and like this creepy little neighborhood with the creepy fog. (laughs) Strawberry spring shit. Yeah, no, low-key, and I think that's why I got so sketched out by it. <laughs> and so... Oh, yeah, fog will never be the same for me. Oh, ever. no, after reading Strawberry Spring, never. Um, so... Especially with, um, our teacher's voice. Oh, yes, yes, 100%. She does horror stories so well! So well. So, so well. Um... So, anyway. So, we were doing that. We, um... I lost my train of thought, man. All these cars, that like, the cars in front of us, the cars behind us, they all kind of start to, like, turn off the road onto side roads, and we're just going, we're just vibing with it. And we, like, turn around this bend. There's no car behind us now. Earlier in the night, like, when, when we first started driving, um, something came up, and we were talking about, like, you know those dreams that you have where, like, you're in the car, and the car in front of you just, like, disappears? Like, there's, like, a ripple, no. and, like, it disappears. Okay, so... I've never had Okay, so it's it's a it's a it's a dream that we've all had apparently. Um, Besides me? No, I meant like we all meaning like the three of us that were in the car that night. <laughs> so we were driving. No, no. So so in the dream, 
it's kind of like there's a wall in front of you that you can't see and then like the car in front of you goes through that wall and like disappears and so now you're driving towards that wall and so in my head i always think of that like an alternate reality riff right there and the car accidentally enters the riff so we were thinking about this and we talked about this earlier that night and then we go out and we turn around this one bend on this road and the lamp next to us is like a weird orange color and it's the last one on this road the moon gets covered by like a cloud and the rest of the road in front of us is pitch black i don't like this and there are like trees like a little forest thing surrounding both sides of the road and in front of us is pitch black and if my camera starts shaking it's because of my cat okay and he's literally like bumping his whole body against so we get to the bend that happens and we all just look at each other and i'm like we gotta turn around like we gotta turn around we gotta turn around we gotta turn around because it was just a not okay zone there are okay not okay zones but then there are not okay not okay zones and that was just a not okay okay zone so we turn around um and we very strongly believe that we found a riff that night we were theorizing we found a riff and then we went to go back like a week later and we could not find this road like this road did not exist there was nowhere that this place exists and like we've gone searching for it now a total of like 10 different times and like all different kinds of day all different kinds of weathers we just can't find it it just it just it, it it just doesn't exist and this was like one of our first spoopy adventures and it was like our first kind of encounter where we we're like this is not okay and like our um, our our two friends that were with me at the time they also both felt like not okay by like the bend and then the darkness and whatnot um and so like we said we've tried to find both got sketched out i got sketched out everything about it was just like not okay so then we went back and we researched like that area and the area we were in was where another place of the mary um the Mary Grave stories take place, like the ones that I had like talked about in the thing that I read about. And you found Hall. this out afterwards. And we found this out afterwards. Mm. Yeah, so it was kind of sketch. Um. So yes, that was another big one. So like we always talk about it as being the riff because we were talking about the things. All the cars around us like turned off the road like right before this, like they knew it was a thing, and yeah, it was creepy. It just wasn't okay. Um, or they were turning off the road because they knew it was ending soon and there wasn't supposed to be a continuation. Okay, that's even creepier. <laughs> I never even thought about it that way. I don't like that. <laughs> oh my god, no. No, 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 no. Like, if you knew there was a dead end coming up, you'd turn off before you got to it. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. So what if you were driving on something that wasn't supposed to exist and that's why you can't find it again? Oh my gosh. But, you know, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, that's so freaky. Like, what the fuck? Because, like, it does. We've literally tried to find it like 10 different times and we can't. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what if they turned off because they're, they couldn't see a road and you just. What if you were the car that went and fizzled into oblivion? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what if they were freaked out because they saw you go into somewhere you shouldn't have been existing. We lost service too after the last car disappeared from behind us. Like after it I'm turned off, I'm we lost saying. service. Like, I'm just saying. I don't like it. Make it stop. 
What if you momentarily didn't exist for a little bit? Stop! <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Oh my god, that's so freaky. No, 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 no. No, it makes sense because you've never been able to find it again. I, I All of the cars turned off. You lost service. I know it makes sense. That's why it's not okay. And eventually, the illusion ended when it no longer had any lights. So, what plane, what in between plane were you? What would have happened if you kept going? I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't want to think about it. I don't like this. Why'd you do this? Everything, everything though, gets creepier when you think about the weird ring around the moon. Like, I'm sorry, but you, like, had, you were, like, in an in-between dimension, and if you kept going to where the lights ended... Oh, God, okay. So that's the riff? <laughs> Jesus. I hated everything <laughs> about that. <sighs> what veil did you go into? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, moving on, um... Oh, here's a. Here's, I hate how my theory makes sense. I know, I hate it too because I can't figure out how to disprove it. I mean, like, there's the obvious fact that, like, this is all, like, speculation and shit. And, like, there's no proof to it, but, like, there's a. <laughs> like, it's a very real possibility that they could have just been very lost and they can't find the road again because they were lost and people were turning off the roads because that's where they needed to turn. Exactly. And the fog was hiding the moon. And so that's why it had a halo effect. And there weren't any street lamps because that's just where the street lamps ended. <laughs> And maybe they all lost service simultaneously because the street lamps ended, meaning there's no people down there, meaning there's no need for a cell tower. However, <laughs> that's a lot of coincidences to have to happen. Oh my god, it so is. It's so not okay. Jesus. Okay. Ooh, moving on from that. Um, there was, um, oh, oh, so there was one time where, like, I woke up in the middle of the night and I thought I had sleep paralysis, but then, like, I sat up. <gasps> what if you never returned to your real reality? Okay, oh, sorry. No, okay. no, that one was not okay. <laughs> that one, that one was just not okay. And I'm now going to second guess everything I do for the next month and a half. <laughs> this one, like, we all know what sleep paralysis is. Like, you can't wake up, you feel like there's a demon or there, there's a demon there's like something holding you down or something sometimes you see like what's called a sleep paralysis demon which is just like a shadow figure or they're sometimes called it's just our people. friend it's just our friend <laughs> yes whatever so i've had sleep paralysis before but like this was different my door was closed um my windows were all closed i woke up i definitely was awake like my eyes were open i was awake i couldn't move which is why i don't think it was sleep paralysis a figure walks through my door, like phases through my door, walks across my room, stands at my window, stays standing at my window for like a solid two minutes. Just there's a shadow figure at my window for a solid two minutes and they walked across my room. And then they just poof. Like it didn't walk out. It didn't go back to the door. It just poof. And I was awake. I was definitely awake. Because then, like, I immediately, like, I, I kind of screamed because I got sketched out. And my mom came in and she was like, what the heck is happening? And I'm like, the, 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 the thing and the thing and the thing. So, yeah. There's that. What are your thoughts on that? 
I don't know. I don't like my thoughts on that. <laughs> I'm not trusting my thoughts right now. My thoughts are everywhere and I don't like my thoughts. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I'm going to break it up with a funny thing where I, um, when I was younger, I really did, like, I loved dinosaurs. I was obsessed with dinosaurs, but also the velociraptors in, um, like, the Jurassic series scared the shit out of me. And um, I would love watching it. And it's kind of like with me with horror now. I love watching horror, but then I'll, you know, have to stay up. And so I went to bed after watching, like, a Jurassic movie or whatever. Um, and then I woke up in the middle of the night. And I, honest to God, thought that there was a velocity. And I, it wasn't like I was a kid, either. It wasn't like I was a kid, either. Ivan, don't leave me. No. <laughs> and it looked like, I'm not even kidding you, like this. <laughs> like, right at my face. Oh, man, that's so funny. And I could have sworn I saw it moving. And I actually screamed. Yeah, no. And I it's not like I was a kid. I was... In my teen years. Yeah, no, I feel that. That is so. In my teen years. And I literally screamed. Um, And I sleep with a knife just because it makes me feel better inside. Um, Don't judge me. And I legit grabbed it, switched it, and flipped on the light. And, like, the creepiest part is that nothing was there. Yeah, no, that's always the creepy part is when there's nothing there later on. Because when you turn the light on and it's, like, a chair with, you know, some clothes thrown on, yeah. you can rationalize yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like... So that, here's, a, here's a different one that's that, kind of, like, that's kind of funnier. I, I was at a funeral for one of my um relatives on my dad's side, and there's, like, this whole dispute in the family, like, a few generations back on my dad's side, where, like, the family got in this huge fight over... um some kind of like mining rights to a mine that was gonna like make them profit or something i don't really know the full details but so somebody at the funeral for this dead relative of mine was talking about the whole mining right dispute and how the family got divided and whatever and every time somebody mentioned the word mining rights i would like get chills and i would feel angered <laughs> And I didn't understand. Some why. relative is like, shut up about it at my funeral. No, no, 100%. Because, like, there were a lot of different relatives that were there. And they were all, like, uh, like they, they were all, like, the, yeah, like, no, like, the dead relatives that were there. Like, they were from both sides of the dispute. Because this guy was kind of, like, the middle ground and whatnot. He was on the middle ground side of the family. And, yeah, it was funny. So then there was a time where we went with a bunch of our friends to that same area where he was buried, where this relative of mine was buried, and we couldn't find his grave. So I just started yelling about mining rights. <laughs> and we found his grave. <laughs> you remember that, right? Oh my god, your mic. Oh my gosh, I do remember that one. Yeah, yeah, no, that was a funny one. Um, what's another situation? Oh, okay, so then there was a time I went to, um, it was like some kind of memorial service for my great uncle who died in a fire or something. Uh, well, he died in a fire, I meant like the service thing was like something, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was at the firehouse that he used to um, work in and whatnot, and I went to go in and I couldn't go in because there was just too many things there. Like there were too many spirits there hanging around for the party and I couldn't 
enter the firehouse for like a solid minute and a half I felt like I hit a brick wall like I went to walk in like I felt like I hit a brick wall now who do you think they were they were all different um firefighters that were also being celebrated remembered or remember gotcha from like all different generation stuff because that's kind of like what the thing was but we were there for my great uncle so that was an interesting one um what else do you have have any interesting because i have one that i'm like specifically saving for the end um so how it works with me is like i can't specifically tell um but i just get a feeling Mm -hmm. and like i physically can't walk through the egyptian sections of museums oh my god without feeling like I'm going to die. Like it's yes. I I don't really know how to explain it except for it's an overwhelming feeling. Like there's a weight on my chest and yes, I can't yeah, breathe. Yeah. I feel like and that's something. Story. Like I'm going to die. That's the um. So that's story. kind of like the feeling I get, and um, especially like around sarcophagus and stuff. We went on a Girl Scout trip, um, and they they brought an entire like inner tomb section from it and put it into the museum, so you could go inside the place that held the sarcophagus it was not okay and I went in there and immediately actually physically couldn't breathe oh I couldn't Um, go in I couldn't go I couldn't go in I could barely go in that whole section I'll go in and I when I went in there I physically couldn't breathe like I was choking and I had to run out and mm, when I go through Egyptian plate like Egyptian pieces of um um like museums and stuff I have to like say prayers for the dead every time because that's the only way that I can feel like I'm not going to die and I rationalize it by you know how angry would you be if you were like set to rest and then some jack off with a little brush and a pick just went okay this is cool I'm gonna bring it back home and then dragged your dead body and all your worldly possessions back with them I'd be pretty damn angry. Yeah, that's <laughs> especially funny. to in a cult in a culture like the Egyptians, where oh like, no, a hundred percent death and where you were were sacred as shit. Yeah, and like so there, I I've looked at it a lot, and there weren't like they um like Egyptian curses and everything. Like they literally put like to whomever like tries to take me from my resting place. It's just like may you like be bitten by a snake and die a painful death like literally they were like there were no like grave robbers in egyptian times because they believed that they would you know die immediately so they had a great respect for the dead and then us white bitches took them from their homeland unlike buried them (laughs) prodded them with shit I am on a rant because as much as I think archaeology is cool, I think you should explore, look at it, and leave it. Hmm. I don't like museums that take things, especially, like, dead people. I don't. I think that's just wrong. You know, take, you know, pottery and shit from an ancient, you know, building, but don't mess up someone's burial site. That's just rude. But anyways, there's a lot of anger um, when you go in, when I, at least I go into Egyptian um, pieces of museums and I physically, like, can't breathe at some points. So, 
I don't know. That's like my feeling. But um, the only other time I've ever experienced that I can't like breathe that like chest tightening, you know, weight, that suffocation was when we were on like one of your first ever um, online dating app dates. Oh, it was the only one. And it wasn't really. It was the first one, right? No, it was the first and only one. It was it wasn't a date either. It was like a trial run. Are you a sociopath? um thing but so we went to a place on long island called uh was it beth page old restoration village or something like that and um it's basically you know a, like a colonial restoration village um and they don't have electricity they don't have you know like running water everything is as it uh was beforehand um um there were a lot of things that happened at this place Mm -hmm. um like a few of the houses are haunted Mm -hmm. um and there's also like tales of mythological creatures like around it Mm -hmm. um and so he was this was her date or not date person thing man um i don't know what to call it um and so he was showing us around because he worked there Mm -hmm. and it's also halloween time right um so it's spoopy season And, um, everything is, all the paths are lit up by candlelight, and, like, there's just spooky shit around, Mm. and, um, a few of the houses we went into that were haunted, I felt, like, uneasy, but not suffocating, um, because I feel uneasy usually when there's nice things, and suffocation when there's, like, not, so we were going, he was leading us down this unlit road for, I forget where he was bringing us to. I, I, but was, I, okay, I genuinely think he was a serial killer. <laughs> I honestly don't like it. Um, like he it was bring, it was unlit. It was away from everything else. It was like at a forks, like at a split. And yeah. on the right was, you know, the rest of the place. Um, and on the left was this thin little trail to like the woods. And <laughs> I forget what was over there. The barn. But, it was I don't know. Barn. No, it was the haunted barn. No, 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 no. I'm. We've made it to the barn. Oh, the, oh, oh, yeah. I don't. The barn was on the right. The barn was the right split. The barn still felt, you know, creepy, but not as creepy as the left, which was just to nothingness. Yeah. And so he was leading us, and I think you and I, at the exact same time, immediately got a feeling that was like, nope, we're not going any further. We're turning around. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was that same suffocation, you know, heavyweight feeling, and he, no, we no. both, and he was like, oh, r- really? And he's like, are, uh, he's like, oh, are you, like, okay? And the two of us kind of looked at each other, and we were like, we're not going any further on this road. There is not nice things on this road. We're no, turning around. No, no, no. Yeah, that whole situation was that's a story for another time that whole experience with yeah, that <laughs> that whole experience but specifically that road that we were being led yeah. down um it was crazy yeah that was that was not a happy time also the bar not was, gonna lie i don't know if i don't know if that road wasn't a happy time because of like living spooky things or dead spooky things <laughs> yeah no i don't or both because honestly i it might have been both because it was so overwhelming i don't know the man. feeling was, of do not go down this fucking road so yeah, no. Um, long story short, we didn't go down that fucking road. <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, I have one final ghost interaction, and it's probably 
one of my favorites to tell. So I'm gonna do this kind of like full story mode, all right? It was my grandparents' 50th wedding anniversary. Our whole family was getting together. We were going out to eat at this place. Um, their wedding anniversary is in October, so spooky things. Places were set up spookily and stuff. So we go to this restaurant. Spookily and stuff, etc. Yes. We go to this oh, restaurant. I knew you were going to tell the restaurant story. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, it's the final one. It's yeah, the I'm best good. one. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was wondering why you weren't going to tell it. Never mind. Okay. No, 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 no. Do it right now. So we go to this restaurant. Um, We know nothing about this place. Just that it has good food. We get, like, the party room, which is just, like, this room. Um, it, It's a room, pretty much, separated from, like, the rest of the restaurant. Because it was, like my whole like my mom's whole side of the family kind of pretty much and so we're there um the restaurant is an old um an house. old house yeah it was an old house that's like renovated into a restaurant so it had two floors and um the room that we were in the floor was knocked out of the second story so it was just like one tall room and had like this balcony view yep. thing and whatever um so that was that um, aside from us was a tiny hallway that had stairs that led up to the second floor that, like, was, like, kind of blocked off and whatnot. Um, and that's, like, servers sometimes used to, to like, get around and whatever. Um, and so we're at this place. We're all kind of hanging out. We're talking. We're just chit-chatting. Um, I'm kind of getting bad vibes. My cousin, who shares my senses and stuff, is getting bad vibes. My other cousin, who shares senses and stuff, getting bad vibes. The rest of the family kind of oblivious to everything. Keep in mind, me and my cousins were all along the wall right next to the little staircase that led upstairs to the empty room. Well, what is now an empty room? Um, I so we're all know what used there. to be in that room. Oh, I'll tell you in a minute. It comes up in the story. Oh, okay. So we were there. We were hanging out. We were we were just chilling. Um, we started to get bad vibes, and, like, we were kind of, like, creeped out, whatever. And so our family was kind of joking with us, like, ha-ha, whatever. Haunted um, restaurant, ha-ha-ha. Ha-ha-ha. At the same time... Silly the, children. The, the, the next set of events happened, like, in a matter of, like, four seconds. My cousin closest to the... Feels the tap on her... Closest to the staircase feels the tap on her shoulder. Um, me and my other cousin both get shivers down our spines. My phone that was sitting on the table randomly loses service and turns off and back on. Um, the light above us flickers and shakes. And um, my other cousin swears something somebody whispered in her ear. Now, our family again is like, haha, haunted restaurant. We're like, no, like, we're seriously kind of sketched out right now. Like, not cool, not cool, not cool. Kind of sketched out right now. Um and so we're talking about it, and one of the waiters comes over, and, like, he he hears our conversation going on, and he goes, oh, no, this place is actually haunted. And, and we're like, then your family <laughs> went, what? <laughs> we were all like, I'm sorry, what did you say? Hello? Excuse um, us, sir, madam, but... <laughs> what? Hello? So, apparently, at the time, it was one of the places in the this was like many, many years ago. It was, I was like eight or nine or ten. No, I think I, was, I think I was older than ten. Definitely. I was, was gonna say you 10. were older than ten. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was older than ten, but younger than fifteen. 
She was like a little tweeny baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, so my cousins and I then started to like freak the fuck out. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's actually hot. What's going on? So the guy then brings over one of the other waitresses and they're telling us like the story of the place. Meanwhile, the whole place is decked out for Halloween. So like <laughs> everything's like extra creepy. Um, it's and like, like extra spoopy vibe. Yeah, and they're like, oh, so there's this girl or woman who hung herself in her room, and it's believed that she still haunts oh, the place. Oh, now I remember what the room was. <laughs> exactly. Turns out the reason why they knocked out the floor for the room above us was because the room above us was where the girl had hung herself. <laughs> and... Apparently, as some of the stories go, she sometimes um, likes to haunt the staircase. Some people have reported seeing her sitting there crying. Um, she apparently didn't live a good life, and that's what led to her suicide, um, where she hung herself in her room, which happened to be the room that was knocked out above us. Um, she also apparently liked to haunt the men's bathroom, supposedly. So now me and my cousins are severely sketched out for like, the rest of the night. She's a naughty ghost. <laughs> Yes, yes, she was. So we're really sketched out for like the rest of the night. And at some point, we have to go to the bathroom. None of us are going to go to the bathroom alone. Oh, that's so, you, you ain't going to the bathroom alone. All five of us got up from the table and went to the bathroom. My one cousin decided to take a weapon with her from a dining room table, which, what, what would you choose as your weapon? The knife. This bitch took a fork. <laughs> well, I mean, by her logic, what would a server do if they caught her with a knife? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> a fork is a lot easier to be like, I'm innocent, it's just a fork. No, but a knife, no, you're just gonna be like, oh. No, no, no. So we found, she was in the bathroom, and we're like, and we heard some clatter, and she, oh, there goes my fork. And we're like, a fork? And she goes, yeah, I needed some kind of weapon. And we're like, and you took a fork? And she you goes, took a fork! And we're like, and she's like, yeah, what else was I going to take? And we're like, um, the knife? And she goes, oh, I didn't think of that. So your logic <laughs> makes sense, but no, she was just being stupid. <laughs> she took a fork with her to protect her against a ghost. <laughs> just that, that is like my favorite part of the story. She the took a power fork with her. of fork fails you. And so we're all kind of chilling in the bathroom because there was only like two stalls. So like we all had to go to the bathroom. And then this, um, this lady walks in. Her, like, whole vibe and, like, style is, like, very, very old school. Like, old school. She's in, like, her late 20s, maybe early 30s, something around there. And she, like, in period dress. Yeah, and she's, like, straight up in, like, period time kind of clothing. And, like, her hair is, like, that vibe. Her lipstick is, like, that red color. You know what, you know what red lipstick color I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, the classic color. Classic look. And she's just, she goes to the bathroom and, like, because we let her jump in front of us. Like, she walked in, like, right after we did. So, like, when one of us came out of the one bathroom, we're like, here, go ahead, because we're going to be here. And so we let her go. And, and, like, she came out, and she was talking to us afterwards, and she was washing her hands. And she was, like, asking us questions. She was like, oh, what are you guys all dressed up so fancy for? And we're, like, telling we're like telling her it's our grandparents wedding anniversary or whatever and she goes oh so is that your family over in like the big party room over there and we're like yeah yeah and she goes i like the vibe that you guys have kind of like you guys seem like a really fun group of people because we were all having fun and whatever and we're like yeah 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 not even thinking like how would she know any of that like how would she know that we were having fun and whatever like i didn't think we were being that loud 
that's why we were put in that room so that we wouldn't distract the rest of the guests at the restaurant <laughs> and so we're kind of hanging out we're talking to her a bit and she's like we go to leave and she's staying in the bathroom she's just fixing up her makeup and whatever and like we actually talked to her about like how we're like kind of spooked out because we found out the restaurant's haunted and she's like oh that's so that it's haunted and whatever so we leave the bathroom did she stop 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 you're gonna spoil this right that's why i stopped myself (laughs) yeah yeah so we leave the bathroom we return to our table from our table from where we are all sitting we can see the bathroom door this bitch did not come out of the bathroom ever we went back like 20 minutes later she wasn't in there we never saw her leave she didn't leave behind us and so we strongly believe that the woman we were talking to in the bathroom was the ghost of the girl that committed suicide. She complimented herself. She did. Yeah, no, she 100% did. <laughs> oh, this place is haunted. That's so cool. This is ethereal makeup. Like, oh my god, it was, it was not okay. Like, also, also, here's the other thing. We can't find this restaurant. Like, that night, I looked I looked it up, and I looked into it, and, like, we, we read, like, the stories about it and whatever. And we've tried to go back and find this place, because, like, I want to go back again. And I can't find it. I would want to go. I can't find it. What? Like, I, I can't find it. Ask um, the people, like, ask the adults that were at the party. Nobody remembers the name of it. Not a I don't single like this. person. This is I some know. more veil shit, and I don't like it. That's what I'm saying. Like it was crazy, but everybody remembers it happening and whatnot. And yeah, so we came back to the table, and like after 20 minutes, when we went back, went back to the bathroom. We came back to the table. We told everybody about it, and they were all just like, "Ha ha, ghost, children, ha ha ha." But yeah, silly, silly children. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so guys, uh, that was the end of this episode. The beginning part was a little chaotic. Sorry about that. We had a lot of issues, and it ended up being recorded after the second bit, and this is being recorded after the first bit, but it's going... Whatever. <laughs> you get the idea. Go ahead and yes. follow us on Twitter, at BluePhoenixPod1, on Instagram, at BluePhoenixPodcast, and on YouTube, at BluePhoenixPodcast, and follow us and like wherever you like to listen to your podcast, as Blue Phoenix is now available on Anchor Podcast, Spotify Podcast, Pure Audio, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and Radio Public. So yes, thank you guys for watching, and please don't forget to leave a like, if you can. And thank you for listening to the two of us here at Blue Phoenix Podcast. This concludes our spoopy, spooptober, spooptacular. And we hope that you guys have enjoyed it. And we will see you on November 17th. I said the 17th. I meant the 21st. November 21st. Right. We'll see you on we November fru- 21st. We, bo- we both um, not fruit up. We both fruit up. My tongue is not doing well. That's great. Okay, we're ending this now. Ah. <laughs> uh. Alright guys, so again, thank you from the two of us here at Blue Phoenix, and in the meantime, keep burning firebirds.